Hi again, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Furman Sports Weekly, your podcast look inside the Furman University Athletics Department. I am your host, Dan Scott, the voice of the Paladins, and happy to have you aboard for Season 2, Episode 15 of our podcast. Today, we're going to visit with one of the newer members of the Furman family, Wesley Herring out of the sports information office will be joining us here in just a moment. But first, as I always do at the top of each episode, just want to remind you that if you have any questions or comments, criticisms, suggestions of people you'd like us to interview, please send them to me, dan.scott at furman.edu, dan.scott at furman.edu. As mentioned, this is season two, episode 15 of the, um, Furman Sports Weekly Podcast. Again, I'm Dan Scott, the voice of the Paladins. And on occasion, we'd like to introduce you to uh, some folks who work here. And one of the newer members of the Furman Athletics family is uh, Wesley Herring. He is on Hunter Reed Sports Information staff, and he is uh, joining us via phone because we can't seem to get in the same room <clears throat> at the same time together. Wes, how are you, my friend? Doing good, Dan. How about yourself? Doing well. Now, for... Some of us who have had dealings in the past few years with Furman Sports playing uh, in, in various uh, sports at USC Upstate, you're not that much of a stranger to us because you came to us from that Spartan program. Yeah, I did. And not only from USC Upstate, but also even going back to Winthrop when, you know, when I was fresh out of college over a decade ago. It doesn't, doesn't feel like that long. It's amazing how... Um, how quick time passes when you're having fun in this industry. Well, yeah, it does. Uh, and, and, of course, we always have that little joke about uh, this industry. Where else can you have this much fun for no money? Uh, and so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it is a labor of love, to be sure. Um, but we just want to give our, our Furman fans a chance to, to get to know you a little bit and, and, and talk about how you ended up here at Furman. So let's, let's, uh, let's start from... Uh, at least close to the beginning. Where, where are you from originally? Are you an upstate native? I'm not an upstate native, but I am a South Carolina native. I'm born and raised in South Carolina. I've lived in South Carolina my whole life. I'm originally from a little town toward the East Coast um, called Dillon. Um, obviously, if you're following high school sports throughout the state of South Carolina, especially high school football, Dillon's kind of got that little bit of a dynasty going on in high school football. He's played for a state championship this past weekend, but um was born and raised in Dillon, um, graduated from Dillon High School, and actually played football for Dillon. And for the people that know me, I was actually an all-region soccer player in high school as well. That's it's It still surprises me 15 years later that I was an all-region soccer player. <laughs> but, but, um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, born and raised in Dillon, and, you know, sports have been kind of, you know, my passion my entire life. I played football, basketball, baseball, softball, all those sports growing up. And then – um, got into college and really wanted to do sport management. And the one school that really caught my attention was Winthrop. So enrolled at Winthrop University in uh, 2004 and was always and also always interested in the sports information field. You know, I always love getting media guides, reading media guides and, and, and all of that. So 2007, actually got started working as a student assistant in the media relations office at Winthrop under Jack Frost and did that for two years. And as soon as I graduated, they had an opening for a internship 
um, in the media relations office at Winthrop. So I did that for two years. And then after that, they wanted me for another two years. So I was an intern at Winthrop for four years. And, and then as soon as um, I got the opportunity, I was offered a position at Fayetteville State University, which is a Division II school up in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and was there for about a year. And then the opportunity came up at USC Upstate. And in the blink of an eye, I was there six years. And, and like I said, you know, a few months ago, the opportunity came open at Furman. And I had always been interested in working with Hunter and Jordan and Julie because, like I said, working at Winthrop and Upstate all these years, you know, very familiar with with Furman because he played them in several of the sports that I was covering. So, um, like I said, that opportunity came up, and I, you know, I really wanted the job. And um, you know, when Hunter offered me the job, I took it in the heartbeat. And it was also good too, Dan, because my wife and I live in Greenville, so you know, I got a new job. I didn't have to move, so it's kind of one of those. It's one of those things where. You wake up one morning, you work in one place, you wake up the next morning, you work in another place, but you're still in the same place. Yeah, just, just heading into a different direction when you go out your front door. Uh, yeah, not taking taking uh, 385 over to uh, Pleasantburg and then the point set instead of hopping on 85 in Spartanburg. Uh, this is uh, Wesley Herring. He is the newest member of the Sports Information Department here at, at Furman. I, I want to go back to your uh, to your playing days uh, at, at the Dillon High School. I'm a little bit intrigued here. What, what kind of... What kind of player were you? And I want an honest assessment now. And, and and then what kind of program did Dylan have at that point? Of course, I would say the selfish part of me said I was an awesome offensive lineman. But I would say I was probably – I was average. I started – I played on the junior varsity team my ninth and tenth grade year. I started as a tenth grader and then played on the varsity team in 2011 – or 2002 and 2003 and started at left guard my – senior year so um i like to say i was i was okay there were times i would have moments and you know i would kind of, you know i'd have the coaches look at me like where in the world did that come from and then times when that they weren't great but i felt like i was i was knowledgeable i knew what i needed to do but i wasn't one of the biggest players on the team and certainly not one of the biggest on the offensive line either so but um you know kind of going back to the program i mean Obviously, you know, the one constant with Dylan football over the last three decades almost is Jackie Hayes. So when I was a kid, you know, being a big football fan, I wanted to play for Dylan. And actually for the for, for most of my life, I went to a, a private school right down the road from Dylan High School. But then after I got done with eighth grade, I wanted to play football in a school I was at didn't have it. So I transferred to Dylan and, you know, played football. And because, like I said, all, I, all I'd wanted to do was be a Dylan Wildcat and play for Jackie Hayes. And, you know, we were 3A at the time, and obviously they're still 3A now, but there had been, there's been kind of a fluctuation between 3A and 2A. But the region we played in at the time, it was us, Marion, Lake City, Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach, and Carolina Forest. And obviously that's a lot different now with the realignments and stuff. But um, we, my junior year, we, we won, I think it was like 11 games. We lost in the lower state championship to Camden who had, I remember they had Eric McCollum back then, who was a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But then my senior year, we were undefeated, went to the lower state championship and lost to West Florence, um, who ended up losing the state championship that year to Greer. So in Dillon, you basically, it's, it's almost like you, you're expected to go, you know, you're expected to win 10 games. You're expected to go, you know, play for a state championship. We never got that opportunity, but 
you know, winning was something that we were accustomed to, even though we'd never got the chance to win the state championship. Yeah, in, in high school, if, if you win 11 or 12 games a season and that is not considered to be an excellent season, it kind of tells you what the expectations are like uh, at that particular high school. So you were kind of pre-dynasty Dylan to, to a certain extent. Certain to a certain extent, like I said, it, you know, I found it ironic. My going before my freshman year, Dylan played for a state championship, and actually that year um, for Dylan High School, that was they played Union. It was not it was ninety nine, and Union had Roscoe Crosby and Dylan had Derek Hamilton, so it was kind of the battle of Roscoe Crosby versus Derek Hamilton, and Union won that game. But then the year after I graduated high school, Dylan played in the state championship against Belton Honeypath. So they played for a state championship before I got to high school and a state championship after I got to high school. But, um, you know, and then they obviously won the first state championship in 08 and then won it in 09 and um, lost in 10 and then won 12, 13, 14, 15, lost in 16, won 17, lost 18, and then obviously lost last Saturday to the Chapman. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, it, it, it's you know, like I said, it's you know, I was part of a dynasty, but not the the dynasty that they're certainly enjoying right now. Visiting with Wes Herring, the newest member of the uh, sports information department here at Furman University. What is it about sports information that intrigued you? Because I, I I say all the time, Wes, you know, in in my job, I'm on the road a lot. I'm away from home a lot. I put in a lot of hours, a lot of odd hours. And, and miss things with my family and, and, and that's that's part of the job when you when you get into this and, and you're gonna make it your career, that's one of the things that, that you have to do. But I don't spend nearly the amount of time that sports information people do, especially in small staffs like we have at Furman four I think four full timers for twenty or twenty one sports, twenty two sports. So there's there's a lot to be cut up and divvied around, and and you guys put in way too many hours, do way too much work. What was it about that field that intrigued you? I've, I, it's like I told you, sports have been something that's always been, you know, a part of my life. Whether I played it, or I was interested in it, watched it. Um, I knew I wanted to be involved in sports in some capacity. Um, you know, when I was when I was at Winthrop. You know, everybody I was in class with wanted to be an agent or they wanted to work in marketing, the sport marketing field. And it was just something about, you know, you know, when I was a kid growing up, the one thing that, you know, my love of sports came from my dad. You know, my dad grew up in the 60s, you know, and like any kind of kid back then who was a baseball fan, he loved Mickey Mantle. And so he was a Yankees fan and, you know, things like that. But, um, you know, he really got me into sports. So um, growing up as a kid – one of the things that I did that not a lot of 10, 11 year olds did, I like to keep, you know, look at baseball games. It didn't matter if I was doing it at the local little league park or, you know, I'm a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan or going to a Braves game and keeping the book there. But, um, it's, it's just, it's just always just going to be around sports. And I, you know, I wanted to be there, um, just watching the games and, um, being able to promote the teams. And, um, and so when I, was trying to find something to do for one of my major in college. I had to do, you know, some work experience. And they said, well, won't you try, you know, sports information or media relations, sports information. And I said, sure. So I said, I got opportunity at Winthrop under Jack Frost. And it was ironic. My first basketball game I ever worked at Winthrop, it was in 2007. They were playing Coastal Carolina and it was a sellout. And so Winthrop at that time, you know, had Greg Marshall. And that was the year they ended up going to the NCAA tournament and beating Notre Dame. So um, 
it's just it was more just going to be around sports watching games because that's where I've always, you know, you know, there's people that you know feel comfortable doing, you know, something else. But for me, it's just always I've always been comfortable going to a sporting event and watching the game. Yeah, I I, I need to check, go back and look at the uh, the job posting when you were hired. Was was being a Braves fan one of the job criteria? That Hunter it was, put on put on it, the, uh, it, the the list. It, it was not. It was not. <laughs> so, it's just well, when you see, you know, it was. I'm a kind of a, I'm a Braves fan, kind of a thought as when I was a kid growing up. They were on TBS, and so obviously that was a channel that we had. So I watched it, and I actually <laughs> bring up Hunter. I joked with him the other day. I said, you know, watching the Braves as a kid, watching on TBS, and you know, if they were in a relay, you got to watch old episodes of Andy Griffith, which my dad was an Andy Griffith nut so um and a huge fan of andy griffith so we got to watch andy griffith and i still watch it to this day because of my dad yeah there you go only 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 the black and white so so <laughs> I, I you know right i'm right there and step with you uh when when, <laughs> when barney left the the show the, the show kind of took a uh a turn that i didn't really want to follow yeah. well um, yeah because yeah my dad told me he's like you know he he didn't really watch andy griffith when it went went to color and then when they made a Mayberry RFD, he said I wanted he, he couldn't get into that so <laughs> I, I think he speaks for a lot of us um so, so what what are your duties now uh at, at Furman let uh, let our folks know the sports that that you're primarily responsible for well currently since we're in basketball season I'm working with women's basketball coach Jackie Carson and um they've all, they've gotten off to a good start they went to and last week against uh picking up that home win against Georgia State and then um and then win by one point at Richmond the other night in an exciting game. Um, and then I just finished up with volleyball and head coach Michelle Young. And um, and uh, obviously they met to the semifinals of the Southern Conference Tournament. And then in the spring, I'll be working with men's women's across and head coach Rachel Meade and head coach Rachel Witten. So um, I'm excited. And, you know, obviously you've still got a lot of basketball left. But, you know, in this industry, you're always you're preparing for now and preparing for later. So, you know, get doing everything for women's basketball that, you know, my job requires, but also ha- having to go ahead and look ahead to February when, when lacrosse starts. Yeah. And then in football season, it's all hands on deck. Everybody works football. So, Oh, oh yes. That's, that's the way it goes. Um, have you, have you enjoyed the, the move you, you, you enjoying working with the folks there in Hunter's office? I'm, I love it. I love And, and you know, everybody I've talked to, they've asked me how, how everything's been to start. And, you know, I could not have asked for anything better. I've, I've, I've loved, loved working with, Hunter and Jordan and Julie and like you know even you know even though I'd never worked with them before I've known them for a long time so it was just kind of an easy transition for me and then obviously getting to know everybody else and you know getting to know my athletic director Jason Donnelly who has been great and he's been you know always asking me how how everything's been asking um how Furman has been and um so like I said I'm I'm excited to be a Furman Paladin and I'm ready to you know move in the future about what this apartment will be doing and um, yeah, like I said, everything's been great. I love it. And, and get to reunite you with Tom Van Hoy. I mean, what could be better, uh, right? No, yeah, obviously. And <laughs> I, you know, not to bring up Tom's name, when he saw me at that, um, I think my first ball game, it was Mercer. And Tom saw me in the press box. He kind of had to do a double take, like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, well, and probably asked the same thing about us most of the time, too. But that's, <laughs> that's another story for another day. Well, Wes, listen, we appreciate uh, the time that you were able to give us, especially on short notice uh, today for this episode. But we, we uh, from time to time, like to, to introduce the Furman fans to some of the people who work behind the scenes uh, that they, uh, they maybe don't know names or faces, but people who do just an incredible amount of work 
to make sure that all of our sports are publicized. So we appreciate your time. Always happy to be on, Dan. Thank you for having me. Again, that was Wes Herring out of the Sports Information Department, and that will take care of this episode of Furman Sports Weekly. This has been episode 15 of season two, and we'll be back again next week scheduled to uh, visit with softball head coach Wally King. Uh, At least that's what's on the agenda as we stand right now. I'll remind you one more time that if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, people you'd like us to talk to, topics you'd like us to get into, whatever, we'd love to hear from you. Dan.scott at Furman.edu. Dan.scott at Furman.edu is the email address. Please send those emails to us. We sincerely want to hear from you. We will be back with you again next time for another episode of Furman Sports Weekly. Until then, for all of us here at Furman University, I'm Dan Scott saying God bless you, and thanks for listening, everybody.